Merry Christmas uh, to you and your family, Ralphie, man. How you doing, brother? I'm doing great, man. I'm here in Tennessee right now. I'm here with my daughter, April, June, May. She's okay. got a message for you, Uncle Joey. Hit me. Uncle Joey. Yeah, baby. See me, cocksucker. <laughs> Get together, motherfucker. I love you, baby. <laughs> Get it, to, get it together, motherfucker. I love it. If your daughter's at home right now, that's how she needs to talk to you. A little girl telling you in the morning, get it together, motherfucker. That'll make a big difference in your life right there. That's motivation. This is Ralphie May. And I'm Lana Turner. Thank you guys for joining us on the Perfect Ten Podcast. Uh, the audio you heard earlier uh, was uh, me uh, sleepily on the uh, uh, Joey Coco Diaz Church of What's Happening Now a podcast right. with uh, April, June, May. Uh, well, April was snuggling with you. She likes yeah. her morning snuggles. Yeah, we were snuggling. And then you have to do... Radio in the morning, like I had in this to case, do, Joey's podcast, I had to do, right? I had to, it was Wednesday. I had to call in Coco's podcast. And uh, I was like, do you want to talk to Uncle Coco? And April was like, yes. What should I tell him? I go, well, d- don't you want Uncle Joey to come see you? Yes. Then I go, let's talk to Uncle Joey like he talks to us. Call him a cocksucker. She started laughing. Okay. And uh, she goes, okay, I will. I will. I will. All right, and and then I said, tell him to come see you, motherfucker. All right, and she goes, okay, okay, I will, I will, I will. Aww. All right, and then and then she and then she froze a little bit, and I go, tell him to come see me. All right, and then she goes, hi, Uncle Joey, come see me, cocksucker, you motherfucker. Right, like so cute. She's so cute. We had a very merry Jew Chris. We did, we did. We had a great Jew Chris. It was a. Uh, a Jew to the world, the Jew has come. Jew, 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 Jew. Come on, Lana, you know the words. Jew, 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 Jew. I don't know. Jew, 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 I don't feel comfortable. Jew, 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 Jew. I just, I don't. I don't feel uncomfortable. I just don't feel particularly comfortable either. How about this? Um, That's a little better. You've been doing all that on stage. It's funny. It's hilarious. It's very funny. Except I didn't tell the kids that Santa's dead. Okay. The illusion that April drew was okay, what did you tell April? She asked me 
who is Santa. <laughs> okay. Okay. And so I went to Google because I know that yeah. there was a man at one time. Yeah, St. Nicholas. Yeah, and I looked him up and we read a little bit about him. And, uh-huh. And so... I just try to be on. It's a very hard question because you don't want to lie <laughs> to your kid either, right? I don't want to just make up a big it's lie. It's a shared lie. Mm. It's a shared lie but by everybody. But I don't lie to her about anything else. But I didn't tell her Santa's dead. Now let's go on with our lives. I didn't uh, say that. Okay. I said, and and I also told her Santa's bringing some presents, and I haven't. I didn't lie to my kid. Like I just bit. didn't know. I mean, I also didn't say Santa's dad. Okay. That's fucking horrible. <laughs> okay. She loved Christmas. Oh, okay. Or Jewchrist or whatever. Jew-Christ. Yes. <laughs> okay. And you have your tree, your pagan tree. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> the truth comes out. It's a pagan tree. Okay. And you have a pagan wreath. We have the we have all the symbols of, of Goyism in our house, <laughs> and it's absolutely gorgeous. The tree looks terrific. It we have does, doesn't a it? A little bit of everything, and we have some very lovely ornaments from all the years of putting it up. But I do feel guilty chopping down the living thing, putting it in my home for and decorating it. It's so like I don't think that any living thing wants to have and lights what's your thrown answer? around it. And what's your answer? What's my answer? What yeah. do you mean? What What would you do for a Christmas tree? What would I do for a Christmas yeah, tree? Yeah, instead of having a live Christmas tree. What would you no do? No Christmas tree. None at all. Well, I mean, it's it's not, I mean. Well, you're going to get visited by the ghost of Jucris past. <laughs> what do you okay. mean, if I don't have a tree or if I do have a tree? Well, I'm so you're, confused. You're bah humbug. You are so oh, fucking Oh, I'm the Scrooge. No, I'm not. I'm not. Christmas is very, very fun. But I do feel guilty about the whole tree thing. I can't be alone in the world with this feeling. I know a lot of people probably feel bad. Why? I'm sure if somebody out there is listening right now and going, thank you, Lana, I feel bad about it. It's not... We we need trees. trees. Yeah, exactly. And, and you know they plant thing. too for everyone. They cut down. I'm sure. I'm sure they do. But it doesn't change the fact that we've just torn something out of the earth. We didn't tear it. it. Somebody did. They just cut and it. We bought it. It's the whole thing about the fur coat that we talked about the other oh day. Oh my God! It's the you're same thing. you're so goofy. I uh, I guess you I you're guess just I'm making goofy. it up. Oh my God! How much but paper do bad. you waste? I, of course I waste paper. How much paper do you There's waste? There's no way you can't be a hypocrite. I know, but I do feel oh guilty my God. putting the tree. But it's lovely and it's fun, and there will be pr- and the kid, the presents under there, and the and April gets a, in August they get the, a, a bike, and you know, and I got the bike on Craigslist. I'm very proud of the bike. It's very cool. To the end. Right, right. Discount. Couldn't get them a new present. Discount Christmas presents. Had to get them a discount it's Christmas ju- present. It's Jewchrist. It's Jew. That is Jewchrist as it well, gets. They're gonna outgrow the bike anyways in a matter of minutes. So yeah. Why get them well something new? Hey, I got a sweet bike. Well, I get them something it's new. A, because that was a freaking <laughs> really expensive. That bike is fucking awesome. I get them awesome. something new for Jew Chris. Because I found pay full an price awesome when you bike. can get wholesale. That's right. Jew, 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 but we spent Christmas in Nashville. You can get some pimp shit on Craigslist in Nashville. Knock it the fuck off. You're being a dick. <laughs> I am not being a dick. I think it's hilarious. I think you're awesome. I think you're so, oh, my God. 
Well, both of our kids have had interesting weeks. I mean, August. Oh, well, I know. I know. He's, he's awesome. In he's in love. Exciting and new. For the first time. He's got a nanny. This ain't his first time to be in love. Well, to be this Oh, my. What the fuck? He's had boners. He's asked for hand jobs. He's grabbing pussy yeah, meats. He don't give a shit. He's an animal. He is a bit of an animal. But this time, is this is the first time he's ever told me. Mommy, my my penis hurts, and I'm like, yeah, because you've got a big no, boner. I got concerned that something might be wrong. I didn't know, and I had to ask you. He's got a could, baby could boner. Wrong. But yeah, it was because well, it came boners. out two days later that, that he's got baby boners. <laughs> oh yeah, we need to get he's him some hate us looser fitting britches someday. He's got to get some looser it, fitting britches. We're so causing them; they're just gonna be in therapy. Well, you know what? Maybe we'll get a group discount because we're in fucking therapy. Yeah, but I mean, I wish maybe they'll be funny. It's a spirit for them. Maybe they'll be funny. Oh my God! If he has to ever go back and hear this, <laughs> and we're talking about baby boners, I mean, think about that for a minute. If your parents were talking about a baby God boner, damn! I hope I had a baby boner. You know what? I hope that our kids are comfortable enough to talk with us about anything and everything. That's what I hope. No matter how young or how old they are, I want them to feel safe. And knowing that they can come up and share, you know. And that's what I think is so remarkable about this next interview. Because Ben Glebe and his mom have such an intimate relationship that he was able to, like, have her be a wingman in his losing his virginity. All right. Yeah. He Whatever. I, I really don't want uh, uh, to help uh, April lose her virginity. Well, what about August? I might help him push. <laughs> He's my man, but of course that'll be next week when he takes that nanny up to his bed. Hey, hey, baby! No, stop it! Hold no. my sword! Hold my sword! You're and he gets a hey. Let me get on this stepping stool. Get up in that giner meat, good. Ralphie, you're gross. Um, That's my boy getting in that giner meat. It's such a double standard, though. It's so funny. Yeah, I, you don't want that for your little girl, right? No. 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 Boo hiss. Ugh. No. Gross. No. The whole thing, though, makes me... Yeah, but my son, get up in that pussy. Get up in that pussy meat. Oh, he's such an animal. He's an animal. But listen to this interview with Ben Glee because it is so funny to hear about him and All his right. relationship and how he went about attempting to lose his virginity. So I'm in a car right now with the amazing Ben Glebe, who I adore. Ben, it's so cool to be hanging out with you. You too, Lana. I haven't seen you in a while and then twice recently. I know. It's nice. It's a good thing. It's kind of weird how it goes like that. Like, you don't see somebody forever because of the business we're in. We're always, like, in a million different places, and then all of a sudden our paths are crossing. Yeah, and then what are the odds you run into each other once, and then you agree to go on the other person's podcast, and you see each other again? The odds are almost (laughs) impossible. Right? I'm in a car in Santa Monica, California. Driving around looking for the place where he lost his virginity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is so much fun, Ben. It really is fun. It's more fun than that night was, to be honest. <laughs> oh, no. Well, tell us more about it. Okay, so this girl and I decided we wanted to do it, and she called me right before spring break. She's like, let's do it during spring break when we're back in L.A. We went to school in San Diego. And so I said, great. So now I had to find a hotel room for us to rent because we weren't going to do it at either of our parents' houses. Now, I am abnormally close to my parents, you might say, and it was more so back then even, so much so that I called my mom 
I said, Mom, great news. Jill and I are going to do it. Oh, my gosh. And she's like, Benny, my mom's Israeli. She goes, Benny, this is so exciting. Wonderful. Let me help you find a hotel. This is like pre, like people really knowing how to use the Internet. And she literally like gets the phone book and starts calling Santa Monica Beach Hotel because I wanted an oceanfront view and I need to be very special. So, okay, so your mom is like amazing. That sounds like the greatest. She's a, she's a very giving mom, too giving probably. My mom literally called me back. She's like, here's a list of 10 hotels I think would be suitable. And I'm like, oh boy. And I'm like, all right, let's do it. And she's like, the ocean view room is $130 mm-hmm. and for $101. And I'm like, mom, let's go ocean view. It's a big day for me, okay? All right, so we're going to get out of the car now, go into the hotel. We'll, we'll carry on there. So I um, call this hotel, make the reservation, and I wanted this night to be perfect. This is a girl I'm in love with, right? So I went, like, all out with preparations for this room. I got up. This is back in the days of, like, boom boxes were still a thing. Some people had, had a boom box, huge boom box, detachable speakers. I brought a stack of 30 CDs Somehow I believed I would get through 30 CDs of music during this lovemaking. Um, I bought, like, I had water bottles and her favorite beverages and, like, whipped cream and all these things oh, I Oh, you're brought, so right? sweet, though. All kinds of stuff. Oh. Got condoms, of course, I'm a gentleman. And um, I drive us down, like, the drive you and I just made pretty much, down to this hotel. We park. We get up. I have so much stuff. I have, like, wardrobe changes. I have a ton of things. It's ridiculous. And we go upstairs, and I order room service, bowl of fruit. I thought that could come in handy. I mean, I'm just getting more and more nervous in my head, and it's just building up. I'm like, oh, man. It's like, what if it, like, doesn't work great? What if I can't get it up? What if it doesn't? What, what, who knows what? And I just started, like, running the neurotic Jewish brain in my, in my brain. I have a brain inside my brain. <laughs> a neurotic Jewish man who right, right, overthinks everything. <laughs> and so... I'm, it's, you know, I'm getting a little bit in my head, and it was not helped. So we're in the room, and we start kissing a little bit, and within, like, a couple seconds, she kind of, like, lies back on the bed, and it's not helping the romance or the sexiness factor at all that she also is visibly incredibly nervous. Oh. Like, shaking, like, like, breathing heavily, like, like, teeth clattering going on, okay? So, I'm, you know, nervous. We start making out. We're about to get going. We're pretty much naked. Knock on the door. Room service comes in with the fruit. I'm like, oh, okay, that was bad timing. Great. Restart it all up again. Um, and we're trying to do it. And I get on top of her and I, I put this condom on, but it's like barely going on because I'm just definitely not fully erect. Because you're so nervous. I'm just really nervous. And I just can't. And it's just not a hot vibe. And I just was not getting it up well. But I was a little bit, you know, ready to roll, but not fully. And I'm trying. So then... Um, we take a break because it's not happening. So then she decides to try to help me do this by giving me a blowjob. And she proceeds to give me the blowjob on top of the condom, which is just, A, it's not done. It's no. just not done in polite society. That's, B, it... That's like you're a John or something. Right? Right. It was incredibly weird. Must have tasted horrible for her. It sounded and smelled like a tire factory suddenly. It's like... <laughs> Literally, it was just, like, not pleasurable at all. I but didn't she's feel so scared because you guys are so, like, not, right. what about, di- there's no disease in this room. You're both, like. No, but furthermore, she's just not even, like, excited by this. It's, like, total chore. The look on her face is, like, this is a chore. I'm trying to do what I can to get something going, but 
And maybe she, maybe you're thinking if I take the condom off, then it won't get it back on and all this kind of like, right. yeah. Well, no, I would have taken it off and used another one. I had probably 50 with me. But <laughs> she wanted it on. She, she, I don't think she'd given a lot of those in her life. And she maybe thought that's how it's done. So then she gives me the uh, tire factory blowjob. And it just <laughs> it smells really bad. It, like, I don't even, I'm not even looking forward to kissing her again after her mouth tastes like rubber, so it can't be tasting good for her. Right, because she's blowing you with the condom right. on. I mean, it's, it's a mess. It's like a Three Stooges movie. So then I don't remember who suggested <laughs> we should rent a porno on SpectreVision because that's what you do when you're in dire straits. So we're like, I'm like, let's do this. We rent a porn film, and it's like $15.95. That made my erection go away more. I'm like, that's very expensive for a movie. <laughs> and so I was like... Which like, kind of porn did you guys select? Because there's so many on well, the... Well, we just chose whatever title looked good. It, it starts, and it's this, like, blonde girl in a kitchen getting banged by some dude. One minute in, the girl goes, I don't like this one at all. This one's not turning me on at all. I'm like, are you, are you, are you serious? I'm, it's fine for me. She's like, nope. I'm like, oh, do you want me to get another one? Yes, I prefer another one. Oh, okay. That's fifteen oh. ninety five more on the bill. Let's do it, though. You're like, I know I know how, how much a dollar means. That's exactly right. Like, <laughs> My mom's paying for this hotel. Don't you expect money? I didn't say all that. It was running through my head, of course. And so then with second porno films on, we're kind of more into it. We're making out. We try again. It's not happening. And I just cannot get it fully up. And I start feeling so annoyed at myself. I literally get up. I'm like, give me a minute. I get up. I go around the corner out of her view in front of the makeup mirror. And I'm literally, and it was like a full, it was like you could see below my waist. And literally, it was one of the weirdest, strangest, most dramatic, and probably saddest moments of my life. I start berating my penis in this mirror. I'm looking alternatively at my own face and my own penis. And I'm like, come on, you can do this. This is an important day in your life. Come on, just focus, focus. And I'm literally trying to verbally give myself like a halftime speech. I'm pumping up my penis while I'm sure stroking it frantically, trying to get something happening. And just to no avail like sort of it gets it works a little i go back try again does not happen it just doesn't happen we give up and we're lying there and i'm just at least trying to like not be the most embarrassed person in the world and like just unwind and at least like share a woman's company the rest of the night you know maybe tell stories some some non-sexual thing that's a of distant second and not five minutes later she she i guess obviously to her defense uncomfortable too but I feel like she was made the wrong call here. She goes, uh, you know what? I'd, I'd rather go home. Aww. And I'm like, for real? You want to go home? She's like, yeah, I want to I wanna go home. You don't want to give me a ride home? So I'm like, I have this expensive hotel room, all this room service. I want to just, like, pass out and, like, have a laugh or something. And she's like, drive me home. So I drive her home. All the way, leave all my stuff in the room, though. Drive her all the way back to my parents' house on the west side, like a 20-minute drive. And she drives off. And now that I'm home, I figure I may as well get a couple extra things. I want to get a bathing suit for the morning. So I go in the house, and my parents instantly always wake up when someone enters the house. And my parents wake up. I'll never forget this. My dad's like, who is it? Who is it? I'm like, it's me, Dad. And my mom's like, how did it go? I go, <laughs> I go, ah, not that well, guys. Um, I'll tell you the details tomorrow. But anyway, go back to sleep. It was not great, but I, I don't care. I'm going to go back to the hotel and enjoy this hotel room uh, till morning. And my mom goes, good for you, Benny. Aww. Good 
<laughs> and I get my bathing trunks. I get back in the car, drive here. Pretty sure probably watched the rest of that porno movie. <laughs> and passed out. And then woke up in the morning. I was determined to use the hot tub. I go in the old, worn-down hot tub they have in the back. And the jets on the hot tub were, like, really weak. I was, like, so looking forward to at least enjoying the hot tub. And it was just, like, the weakest jets ever. And I just remembered the irony hitting me of that even the jets were not as penetrating as I'd hoped. They couldn't blow you either. No, no, definitely not. They did not feel good at all. And I disappointedly and wet and cold on a cloudy Santa Monica day got out of the hot tub, dried off, and drove, gathered my CDs and boombox and drove home. And you know what I'm nervous about? Hearing what Ralphie's comments are going to be on this story. (laughs) I am not looking forward to that whatsoever. I love Ralphie so much. He's been a dear friend for a long time, so obviously he will. You have to have us come on your podcast and you can equally embarrass us. I would love that. Whatever you want. It's totally cool. I would love that. Totally cool. Largely about politics, but I will break the rule and we will talk every sexual story of your lives. Or or bring up politics. That can be just. I find politics way more awkward to talk about it. I want to make you guys talk sex. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for having awesome, me. Awesome, Ben. Lava. Thank you so much. I love that story. I just can't believe that uh, that it was so long ago that he refers to his stereo as a jam box. Okay, that's what I can't believe. I mean, holy shit. So um, funny. He's yeah. so reserved. You know, Ben didn't really want to share that story at first, and then after a while, he realized. You know, I guess it's it's a fun, funny story. And fuck yeah, that was yeah. awesome. That was a great story. He and was so, so humanizing. Open. Yeah, I I just loved hearing that. Where was what was the life. hotel y'all went beautiful to? Beautiful hotel right on the on the ocean. Just one of those really beautiful high end hotels down there on oh, wow. Santa Monica. Yeah, he really he really did go what all out. What a bitch that broad was. You know, she should have you know, sucked his dick as soon as he got in there. I mean, no, that fucking expensive hotel. Like, it sounded more like they were really good friends. And I think that he, well, he mentioned that they're still friendly to this day. And she was, she sounds like she was just a very reserved girl. She ended up dating somebody right after Ben and, and they got married. And it just didn't seem like it was the right thing, uh, you know, like the right fit. I find it very sweet to hear a man talk about his losing his virginity and, and how sweet it and is to talk about. Well, yeah, he really didn't lose it that he night. He didn't lose no. it that night. We still don't know how he lost well, it. He, I still no, think it might be next week. No, he, he told the story that he met another woman and they went to New York together and it was a much more comfortable scenario. And, and that was really when it happened. And he did, I guess he got the... Whoa, whoa, whoa. He didn't lose his virginity till he was able to go to New York? No, no, no. He went to New how York. How old was he? Um, he was in his 20s. Holy shit. Yeah, but, you know, I mean, listen to wow. that, the relationship he has with his mom and his parents. He has got a, he's kind of a mama's boy. He's a sweetheart. So it just well, didn't his, happen. The, the relationship but with his parents. Who give, God I don't know. Damn, I he just, used to have a relationship with his penis. No, no, he does now. Let me tell you, Ralphie, Ben wanted to make one thing very clear to you and I guess everyone else listening. I mean, if you know Ben, he knows he gets hot women and lots of them, and f- like Playboy playmates, b- like get hot. out of here, seriously, seriously, swear to God, yeah, Ben is he gets pa- Playboy playmates, Playboy playmates. I think he was. He told me that he was with a playmate while she was on the cover. 
that that was no, the girl he was shit. tagging. Yeah. So so it's been Next many time years. I, I since see him. I have to shake his dick. <laughs> Hey, it's great to see you, Ben. Let me shake your dick. Eh, it's, well, it's been many years since this awkward losing, you know, attempt to lose his virginity, and you know, it just—he's a late bloomer. I mean, I was a late bloomer, so I understand that. But yeah, I'm sorry about that. Ben Ben gets Playboy Playmates now, and we actually got to hang out, or I got to hang out with a Playboy Playmate, former Miss Playboy Playmate, um, Felicia Michaels. Oh, I love Felicia. She's beautiful, yeah. funny, smart, talented, has a great podcast, and we got to go Christmas shopping together. That's awesome. And, you know, I uh, I knew Felicia when I met her the first time when she was on the cover. Really? Yeah. And, uh, and Wait, she, 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 she had a cover? On, yeah. yeah. I've, I've only seen No, the, no, no. She was in it. I'm sorry. She was yeah. in it. She was featured in it. And uh, she was- She uh, was in it more than once, though, I believe. Uh, it was the first time she was in it, and uh, she was at the Houston Laugh Stop, and Sandy Marcus introduced me to her. I was hosting for her, and this was like 91, 92, somewhere around there, and and I was freaked the fuck out because I just met her, and she was so amazingly beautiful, and I flip open, and she signs me the Playboy and it said to Ralphie, and she put a heart above the eye, <laughs> okay, and uh, love Felicia Michaels, okay, and and I just remember uh, that it was uh, blonde hair on her bush too. Right, I've seen the yeah. Playboy, and yeah, yeah. I, and I, she I, had Harry Bush. Give this a listen; she's great. <laughs> Christmas shopping yeah. music. I'm here with Felicia Michaels at the Beverly Center. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. You want to do some Christmas shopping? I would love to do some Christmas shopping. Terrific. All right. What, what do we need to get? What's going on? Uh, well, today I'm looking for a phone because my 13-year-old is getting the uh, go-ahead by his father to get a phone. And he uh, is the last of his uh, uh, kind in seventh grade to get a phone. So that's oh, everybody my has them, huh? Everyone has them now. It's crazy. It's crazy. Cool. We just got another weird look from security is all over us. Security is all that's over. That's everything yeah. we need to establish yeah. right here at the top of the podcast. We are sneaky. We're going to have to sneak around this place. I know. I know. Two don't... white women, they are fucking honest like fleas on shit. I know. And we're going to buy. It's not like we're not going to buy something. I want to buy stuff. I don't know. I feel very like, I feel like a criminal. Like, yeah. not like we're shoplifting or doing something terrible. We're just recording voices. Yeah. Oh, well. Anyway, before they come over here and kick us, you think they're going to kick us out? I think that bitch is watching us on the Segway. What do you she say? was totally after us on that Segway. She had no sense of humor. No, we're not so much. Let's duck into this little ice castle thing. And there's only a few children in there. We okay. should be safe. Yeah. From, um, all right. I want to do a there. snow angel here. Okay, cool. So um, tell me a little bit about when you were in Playboy. Oh, yeah. That was a really great experience. I mean, uh, it, what, the thing that was positive about Playboy is when is that I had really gotten a lot of things based on what my package looked like when I was younger. And the, when, once you're in Playboy, and I know this sounds really crazy, but you're like, okay, now I can put my sexuality to rest and just be who I'm going to be. It, it ain't going to get any better than this. It's been photographed in the right, correct lighting. So now I can go about figuring out who I am as an individual. And it was a, a very fortunate thing that happened for me. 
you know, doing it. Oh, my God. He, there's, like, no better accolade, I think, than being in a... I mean, first of all, it's one of the best magazines for comedy. And, I mean, Playboy's been behind comics for, since its oh, inception. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's a... I mean, it, it's such a cl cliche to be... Uh, to, to be in Playboy. I mean, it's just, it's ridiculous. And I went through this phase after my kids came, like, is it, what about if they find out about it, are they going to think less of me? And then when I got back into comedy, I was working at the Laughing School in Atlanta, and Marshall put a big poster from Playboy magazine. And it's like, oh, my God, that was like 20 fucking years ago. So it was right. kind of embarrassing. But then but it was kind of a nice poster. So at the end of the week, I rolled it up, and I saved it, and I hid it away in my office. And my little boy came in there snooping around because he's a snooper. One of your children will be snoopy like that. Right. You know? And uh, and in the middle of a party, he came up to me, and he was like, Mom, were you in Playboy magazine? And I was like... You never told him, huh? I never told him. And I was like, ugh. And he's like... And I go, yes, I was. And he goes to high five me and he goes it had the most beautiful women in the world in it and you were in it cool that's so sweet uh, yeah, I didn't want to tell him that I was probably the ugliest uh, alright so we were hiding in Brookstone how's your massage chair did you get your massage chair to work I haven't got my massage chair to work and I'm distressed by the amount of fake snow I, I look like I have the most severe case of dandruff ever in the history of the planet Earth. I mean, we just got all the, the Beverly yeah. Hills snow on us inside yes. the ice yes. palace yeah it's quite an adventure that we're having here. I know. We're having to hide out from Center, all security. Yeah. Oh, the mas massage chair is working. Oh, I love that. You know, they can like, uh, oh, he just turned, oh, the my feet are getting massaged now. <laughs> yeah. And squeezed. Oh, wow. Cool. Wow. <laughs> I feel like I'm in the Philippines getting a massage now. And I'm getting like these little balls rolling around oh, my, my back. Oh, my God. It's squeezing. Can we oh. get these? This, I don't uh, know what just lower? happened, but my vagina is very happy. <laughs> <laughs> that's what these chairs are for. Oh, my God. That's awesome. I want this in my Mercedes. <laughs> <laughs> you just fall asleep in the car. Well, this thing's, the one I'm in has these weird, like, things that massage from the side, too. Yeah. But I think, Jeez. Yeah. If this chair could take the trash out, I would never have to get married ever again. <laughs> <laughs> and it has to eat pussy, this chair. <laughs> I know. Is there, excuse me. Is there a pussy-eating chair in the store? In the, well, look at those down. giant vagina. I mean, those are like uh, vibrators. I mean, they really are. Like, what yeah. else would you buy one of those things for? Yeah. Do like, you use a vibrator? Occasionally. You do? I'm not but a I have not a vibrator. Girl. Like a pocket rocket. Like something very small. And, yeah. And, yeah. And do you? The, do you have the remote in your pocket, or do you hand no, it no, off no, to no. various strangers? No, 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 it's just like a little, a little massage. Like, but I yeah. don't use it that much. I mean, it's not my... Have you ever tried a remote one? No, that would be fun to give to yeah. your partner. And then yeah. go, like, what is it? A, is it a vibrating ball that goes inside you? Yeah. That'd be cool if Ralphie could go on stage with the remote. And, like, control it. But then yeah. I wouldn't be able to concentrate while I'm on stage. Yeah. Have you ever done that on stage? No, no, but we should do that. You want to do that to each other? <laughs> That's like lesbianism without, ratings, actually, without actually being um, in the... In, we don't actually have to have any lesbian contact, but... That's are, are you bisexual? I, I've never been with a woman. Me either. I've always wanted to try being with a woman, but I just know it grows in the dark crevices of a vagina, so no. Right, vagina, with, yeah. to me, um, like, I, I don't like, I don't think I'd like another person's vagina. Yeah. And then also... I don't even like my own vaginas. No. Vaginas aren't pretty. They kind of look like Don Knotts, you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't. I don't find vagina attractive. And then I think at the end of the day, at some point, it's you, you get bored. Like I, I really like penis. I yeah, know that. I love penis too. So <laughs> I do. It's not correct. It's not correct how much I love penises. Oh, sorry. I said that rather loud. I know. We're in um, Brookstone getting a massage. You know what? I uh, my ex boyfriend I just found out is dating a twenty year old. A twenty year old. I know. He's fifty two. I know. 
How apparently, is- when a woman doesn't own a couch, that's fucking sexy. Apparently, <laughs> well, that just makes like that's just depressing, though. At some oh, point, it's not like- too depressing because that thing just went off on the chair again underneath <laughs> me. <laughs> it sounds like I'm farting. I wonder if you can pick it up. Um, what were some of your favorite gifts for the holidays when you were a kid? My favorite gift. I think I ever got for the holidays was um, when I was around 12. I, I grew up in Colorado on welfare, and my mom managed to buy me a bicycle. And we literally lived in like this uh, the shitty apartment next next to this uh, trailer park, and we didn't have a car, so it meant a lot to the both of us because my mother was in a wheelchair, and so because she couldn't drive, so we didn't have a car, so it meant a lot the bicycle because then I could ride and get us groceries, you know, so that, you know what I mean? And go pay the electric bill. So like, uh, that was probably the best gift I ever got. Cause it really helped my mom and me out. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's like incredibly yeah. like, it wasn't just, I wanted a shiny red bike and I got it for Christmas. It was, I got a bike and I got it a afforded me the opportunity to help two baskets on the end of it you know, to haul them groceries. Were yeah. you an only child? No, I have a, I have a, I had a whole brother, but he passed away some years back and, but I, he was raised by my father and uh, when my parents got divorced, my mom got me. And then, uh, I have a half brother and, uh, but he, he's more like my brother than my real brother was. He is my brother, you know, but we're very much alike and we look alike and we have... Is this from your father? He remarried? Yes, he remarried and had a son, another son. And so uh, I have, I'm starting to have a really good uh, relationship with my brother. In fact, I bought a little house. They live in Kansas in the small town they live at in Kansas. And my brother's helping me rebuild it, you know, so that I have roots to be next to them. So it's quite lovely. So... What, what happened to your mom that put her in a wheelchair? When my mom was uh, uh, 35 years old, she had a massive stroke. Yes, due to, I believe, a combination of, uh, of, uh, of diabetes that they didn't find and extremely, extremely low blood pressure. That's my take on it because it was quite a while ago. And, uh, and so she was uh, in a wheelchair for the, the rest of her life after that. Wow. How old were you? When it happened, I believe I was like 12, 13. Well, it must have been so traumatic for you. That's so scary. You know, it's, you know, when you are a witness to something that happens like that to someone. Were you there when she had her stroke? No, I I was there right before she had it. And then they asked me to leave the hospital room. So, uh, and it was just my mother and me growing up. So it was, it was hard, but you know, when you see someone uh, go through something like that, uh, it's very hard to say it was traumatic for yourself because you weren't the person it happened to, even though you're still a witness to it and it still, you know, involves your life. You're a child. Yeah, but still, you know. I, uh, one time I had this girlfriend and I was telling her, I, you know, I used to never talk about my past, and one time I had this girlfriend and I was kind of telling her some stories that my things that my mom did when she was first uh, wheelchair bound and she was like you know that's so terrible your mother did those things but it's like you know when I can't say if that happened to me even gone going through what had happened to my mother that I would have been a better person about it because you just don't know until you're in the midst right. of it you just right. don't know how you she would must act. have had so many different emotions oh yeah yeah so you were on welfare, you said? You grew yes, up on... I grew up on welfare and with a, a mother in a, in a wheelchair, yeah. 
must have made so are holidays a good thing a good memory or you know what they were kind of sad for a while but they are good now because once you have kids I, I don't know if you you know i don't know your past but once you have kids it you, you know you kind of understand wow my she, you know my parents might have done a lot of fucked up things but they must have held me and kissed me to a certain point and told me they loved me. You know what I mean? When I was, especially when you're a baby. Oh, God. You know oh, I mean? sorry. Don't yeah. You no, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you're like, fuck, man. She's a crazy <laughs> bitch, but she must have held me, like, a lot because you have to fucking hold babies a lot. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, like, literally like that, you know? You hope. Yeah, no. Oh, yeah. Well, that's an amazing story about getting the bike for Christmas. Yeah. It gave it you freedom, but it also gave you the ability to help. Yeah. It was probably very, like a passage to adulthood on some respect, too. Yeah, because I could, you know, you bicycle my way away from that crazy bitch. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, she was awesome. My mom had the best sense of humor. She had the, the darkest sense of humor, and I am totally thankful that my mother had. The dar- the chair just went off again on my vagina. Oh, see, there you go. Yeah. It's perfect timing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sad that your chair doesn't go off on your vagina it, it doesn't. Like it doesn't massage my vagina, yeah. but it does beat my back up and squeeze me really tight. Yeah. Which oh, I need to so be held. Off now. If something's going to hold me, at least yeah. it's this chair. Wow. This can, chair is awesome. It makes me feel a little like, oh, thank you, it's chair. It's really going to town now, Lola. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> and it's a black chair. Is it like more down? Once you go black reclining massage chair, <laughs> you never go folding chair again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So how old were you when you lost your virginity? I was um, 17. How old were you? Oh, I was old. I was 21. You were I 21? I know. But 17's not super scary young. So. No, it's not super scary young. Yeah. yeah. No. Well, actually, because when I, when I was like 13, I was macking on this really cute boy, and I let him touch me underneath this pup tent we had erected near this burnt-out and trashed old car. Because uh, white trash for me. And uh, and I let him touch me, and I felt so guilt-ridden. I went home, and I said to my mom, like, and he touched me. And my mom, because my parents were divorced, my mom said, when your father gave you to me, he said, I would be such a shitty mom that you would be pregnant by the time you were 15. And because my mom said that, I waited till I was 17. <laughs> <laughs> I never got pregnant. Sorry, there's a... There's a family walking by us right when I was going to let that. With a brand new little baby. Look at that sweet baby. You think they're going to kick us out? I don't know, but I don't don't think we have much time before we do get in some serious trouble here. So um, why don't we go get that phone? Okay, great. Let's go. All right, cool. So we got the phone. Yes. Oh, my gosh, Felicia, what a fun day we've had. We had Shopping, a fun day, right? Girl day. We shopped. We were girls together. Didn't we hit out together. I know. I know. Like sneaking around like criminals. It was awesome. awesome. Thank Very, you so much. Happy holidays. Happy holidays to you, and happy holidays to all you guys out in podcast land, except for, you know, Beverly Center Security. <laughs> You girls uh, look like y'all, and y'all, you, you sounded rather like y'all known each other for years, and y'all were just girlfriends at the mall, and uh, it was so nice to hear you as just friends hanging out and uh, talking intimately as girlfriends do about shit you probably shouldn't be talking about <laughs> and recording. And Certainly not it in public. Was, it was fucking awesome. And yeah. uh, you were talking about how the, you know, the shit was rubbing on your giners. 
and I liked hearing that. That was awesome. I and, didn't get uh, no. I didn't get the good chair. She did though. I know. I know. And then you were talking, you know, uh, vibrator. No pocket rocket. Hey. Hello. Oh, hello. You know, it was really fun hanging out with her. She's an awesome chick, and I hope I get to hang out with her Fucking more funny, in the future. Man. So funny, so beautiful, and so great all across yeah. the board. And I hope her Christmas went off without a hitch. I hope her kids love the presents. And yeah. Um, and I look forward to seeing her and hearing more about it. And I hope all of you folks out there listening had a wonderful Christmas. And we wish you all a very, very wonderful new year. Yes, a Jew year. If you guys want to come see us, we're going to be in um, in Phoenix this week. Yeah, new year. we're in Phoenix at Stand Up Live. Get your tickets while you can. And then next week, Ralphie is going to be in Las Vegas, which is going to be amazing. Vegas. And we have our winner for that Vegas trip. But Paul Marsh. But as soon as that's done... We have the opportunity to start up giving away the next Vegas trip. So yep, start Memorial Day weekend. The sooner you start, the more likely it is you'll get on board. And so every every quarter, uh, Ralphie goes to Vegas, and we're always yep. going to be giving away these trips. We're first. always giving away trips. So guys, that's a great opportunity for you to come out to Vegas and have a blast. And then after Vegas, there's a whole bunch of. Um, Stuff that you're, what you're doing, you're in a bunch of Texas dates. Oh man, I'm in El Paso for uh, Thursday, the 10th, the 10th and 11th, 11th. The 12th and then Colleen, and uh, right there on Saturday, the 12th, and then uh, Arlington, the 13th, and then the 14th, 15th, I'm off, and on the 16th, I'm going to be in Fort Smith, Arkansas, 17th, Fayetteville, Arkansas, York Bowl. Yeah, you're going home to your then, state. Yeah, man, um, the 18th in Little Rock, Arkansas. Okay, nineteenth Memphis uh, and twentieth. I'm flying to Grandma Ann's ninety fifth birthday party. My grandma. It's Jewrific. Birthday. Why does it have to be Jewrific? It's just because it's going to be chock full of Jews and me. All right, whatever. Ain't it? And well, and then I'm going to be in Miami on the twenty second. That's pretty Jewrific. Oh man, it's 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 Cuban. It's Cuban. Cuban. Cuban yeah. It's Cuban. Fort Lauderdale on the 23rd. I'll be there in West Palm on the 24th. Yes, we'll be doing yes, West Palm yes. Together. All right, that's yes. a hell of a lot of dates, people. If you really want to know, just go on the website. Just go to the website. All right. So we always bring you music. Great, great always music. Always music. Recorded live at the beautiful Mercy Lounge in Nashville, Tennessee. Waterfall wash. Waterfall wash, bitches. <laughs>
Thank you, thank you for listening to Perfect Ten. Tune in next week when we'll do it again. Hit up Facebook and Twitter and tell all of your friends and... Well, you get the idea. Subscribe. Visit our page on iTunes. Leave us plenty of comments and a high rating. Check out our website at perfect10pod.com. We'll see you next week. Suckers. <laughs>